0: Hello and welcome to the Beauty Therapist of Australia podcast. I am your host, Kathleen Klassman, and you might know me from the Facebook group, Beauty Therapists of Australia for Industry Leaders, a group for professional beauty therapists to unite, get educated, and of course, become industry leaders. Here on the podcast, I answer and discuss the best questions that you submitted into the group over the past week. And in today's episode, we will be discussing manual lymphatic drainage massage the use of multi-level marketing products in the treatment room, and tips for redesigning your treatment menu. But before we dive into these topics, I would just like to remind you that if you have a question that you would like answered, jump on over to Facebook and join our free Facebook community. Just search Beauty Therapists of Australia, dash for industry leaders and click join to get connected also if you would like to stay updated on all things related to the beauty industry you can follow me personally on facebook instagram and youtube just search my full name kathleen classman <music> Hello, beauty therapists, and welcome back. It's so nice to have you here, and I am very excited again for another episode. I think I say that every single week, but I truly mean it because I love going in-depth into the questions you will ask, and may I just add in right now that you are all so intelligent and thoughtful with your questions. I am really loving them, so keep them coming, post them into the group, and let's all get educated together. So, for the first topic today, we will be discussing Shirley's question, and she asked, hi girls i have a few clients that have had breast cancer surgery and as a result have lymphatic impairment one in particular often wakes with a puffy eye on the left side she has reduced lymph nodes on the side because of the surgery and this reduces over the day but it does take until lunchtime her dermatologist who does her Botox said he would balance her face by using fillers on the other side of her face to balance the look she has been a client for ages so she asked me what I thought and whilst I'm not adverse to fillers and Botox um, use in the slightest I'd just rather treat her with some lymphatic drainage massage than see her balance the look by filling out the other side of her under eye area so my question, who should I watch, read, or hear to increase my knowledge of lymphatic massage? I understand the principles and have read a lot. So I'm wanting an in-depth course on YouTube or something like that. And something I can use immediately on this dear client so I can also use in the future. Beautiful question, Shirley and Thank you for sharing all of that. I think just in your question, you've actually given a little bit of education to all of the other beauty therapists out there that might not understand exactly what is going on here and the effects that something like a breast uh breast cancer surgery or other surgery can actually affect the lymphatic system so to kind of get into this topic and definitely share my expertise and experience in this topic i'd love to go into a little bit of the details regarding the lymphatic system i know that you have all learned about the lymphatic system in your college days but I have to say there's a lot of things that do get skipped over and we just forget. There are so many things to learn. So I thought I would go into the lymphatic system in a very simple way for all of us to understand. So a little recap on the lymphatic system. Well, the lymphatic system, you can kind of call it your body's sewage system, right? So basically it is a complete network of little vessels going all throughout the body very similar similar to the circulate circulatory system can't get my words out (laughs) the circulatory system now the circulatory system carries blood oxygen oxygen and carbon dioxide around the body it has a heart that pumps this so it is complete system the circulatory system now the way that that differs to the lymphatic system, well, the lymphatic system doesn't actually have a central pump. The lymphatic system actually relies on a body movements, contraction, and essentially gravity to transport around the body. And not to mention, it's actually a closed circuit. So that means that vessels that go from the torso down to the arms um, actually need to go back up the same route that they traveled down rather than the circulatory system which it 's like goes through the arteries then back through the veins, so it has a different transportation system in the circulatory system so it's much easier it's much more efficient whereas a lymphatic system again it's a closed circuit with no central pump now you're probably thinking well that doesn't sound very efficient at all (laughs) no it's not very helpful but it is the magic and the wonder of the human body it was created this way I guess for some profound reasons that we are probably unqualified to understand, but essentially knowing these facts about the lymphatic system, we can really apply that to our practice. Now, what else does the lymphatic system do? I said it was a sewage system, but what that essentially means is that it is basically picking up um, essentially toxins, dirts and debris uh, and actually is identifying pathogens in the body essentially and basically throughout this lymphatic system through the vessels the lymphatic system is full of white blood cells right and a a lymphatic fluid you could say and in that fluid it kind of goes in and out of the vessels so you might know the word permeable so it actually kind of comes out of the vessels into the interstitial area in the tissues and then grabs what it needs and brings it back right and essentially what it's trying to do is clean up your body it is like i said the sewage system now the lymphatic system it does this little collection process and it goes through all these vessels but on the way it actually goes through nodes as well so it's a series of little gates you could say so it goes up the vessel opens the gate goes through goes through to the next vessel and You might know nodes as sinuses as well. So you know how when you get sick and you can feel those big lumps under your ears, it's like, oh, that's an indication you're sick. Now, what that actually is, is the node in that Area that has now become swollen and larger because of the extra work that it is doing. So, that is because of all the white blood cells rushing to the area to try and help you because you're sick. You can see just from understanding that tiny little example that the lymphatic system is very, very important. It is an organ of um, essentially excretion. So, what it is doing is picking up all the bad things and taking them on a Journey and identifying where the pathogens are, and either sending the white blood cells that way, or getting and then picking it up, and then getting it and taking it out of the body through the urine system or what have you, one of the excretory organs. So, that's a very quick summary of the lymphatic system, and it is just brilliant. I love the lymphatic system, but it really does need a little bit of an extra hand doing its job so this is where lymphatic drainage massage actually comes in now <clears throat> i have actually done a course on this so i'm a level one certified manual lymphatic drainage uh, practitioner and i trained using the vodder method now i wanted to mention this because there are so many different methods when it comes to the manual lymphatic drainage technique and i really do think that it requires a fair bit of practice Um, it definitely requires a very in-depth knowledge of the lymphatic system how it works and really a little bit more into essentially understanding the body however anybody can practice the technique and anybody can essentially get results using a technique so with all that being said I am absolutely happy to discuss this topic and kind of comment on Shirley's question and actually share with you some, well, actually one wonderful individual who is a specialized trainer in this area. So before I get into sharing with you all this amazing lymphatic drainage teacher, trainer, massage therapist, and inspirational woman, I actually wanted to talk a little bit more on Shirley's client and a little bit more into her question. So essentially what I wanted to firstly mention was that a lot of this is out of our scope in terms of what we can actually achieve for the client and I know you are all hearing this and going of course right this is a medical condition and yes it is a medical condition but we can absolutely reduce the symptoms and if you are trained in the lymphatic drainage technique and you can use it in your facials or in your massage practice then absolutely why wouldn't you if the client wanted it and wanted to reduce the symptoms that they're experiencing experiencing so it is a medical condition by no means can we fix it or cure it or anything like that but it is Yeah, it's definitely something that we may need doctors' approval for because there is a cancer um, that was present and also a surgery. But I'm sure Shirley has done her due diligence and is completely aware of all of those factors. And she really is just looking for a bit more advice on how to balance the look of this lady's face um, in opposition of actually getting the Botox and fillers. So, I guess what i wanted to say in regards to the botox and fillers is that look i'm not completely opposed against those services and i think they have a very uh good place in the medical industry and they're very popular and people love them (laughs) but i also would like to always acknowledge treating someone holistically right and treating them as a whole person and i just What comes to mind when it comes to fillers and Botox? I think to myself, I don't feel that that is a holistic approach. I feel like it's a little bit of a band aid here. Now, think about this. Now, I'm not an expert in this topic, (laughs) but this is what I know so far. And to me, it doesn't make sense to have the Botox or fillers, and this is why. So, Botox is essentially it injects into the muscles and it limits muscle contraction. Now, based on everything I just said, when it comes to the lymphatic system, we need as much muscle contraction as possible to keep the lymphatic system moving. So I don't understand why it would be used to balance yes it could be used to balance out the face I get that but why would it be used on a client or patient who is having trouble with their lymphatic system to me it doesn't make sense to limit the amount of muscle contraction when we need all the muscle contraction in the world to keep that lovely lymphatic system moving now Maybe the doctor wants to place the Botox in a particular area, and look, they have some really amazing techniques that I'm sure they are well aware of, and maybe have a plan. So I wouldn't disregard this completely, but that is the first thing that comes to my mind and my thinking around it. It sounds like a little bit of a a band aid, essentially. And same with fillers. Like, why would we be putting in a filler into that area in the face to match? the lymphatic congestion on the other side when we know that this lymphatic congestion goes up and down and it responds well essentially it will respond to massage and the movement and the drainage of the system so it doesn't make sense to me but i absolutely respect this doctors um sorry dermatologist's position they are doctors <laughs> they've actually done a lot more training the doctors as well i cannot believe how many years they have to study it is absolutely insane (laughs) just a little side note there for you in case you didn't know but essentially oh goodness i guess if she wants to go down that route then absolutely you can support her with the lymphatic drainage techniques but if you are trained and you want to help her with those results then why not especially if the doctor or dermatologist has given permission and it is safe to do so and I just quickly wanted to address, in case anybody that is listening is wondering about how a surgery can actually affect the lymphatic system, like what is going on here? Well, essentially, what happens when a surgery, well, a cut in through the muscles, in um, into the body, especially with a removal-type surgery, they have to actually cut through the vessels, the lymphatic vessels. And essentially what happens then is sometimes they can be permanently damaged and in Shirley's client's case um, she had certain lymphatic uh, nodes removed which of course would impair the whole process but what I wanted to share with you was this really cool phenomenon that actually happens in the body so my question to Shirley is how long ago was this surgery and would there be more surgeries in the future and yeah just to really understand that because this amazing phenomenon actually happens and please please bear with me as i try to really just say this word the correct way <laughs> it's a very difficult one it's called lymphano uh lymph angiogenesis. now i hope you had a good laugh there angiogenesis lymph angiogenesis lymph angiogenesis My goodness. Well, anyways, it's very similar to angiogenesis, which is essentially this great thing that the body does to connect broken vessels back together so this can actually happen in patients who have had these surgeries so what happens is these little lymphatic vessels somehow decide yep we have got the capacity and we want to form another strong connection so they literally form back together it is pretty amazing and there are plenty of studies citing this phenomenon of lympho angiogenesis I think I got it then (laughs) and angiogenesis which is for the blood vessels so definitely check it out if that interests you because perhaps I mean you know we probably don't want to be banking on the fact that this could happen because it doesn't happen for everybody but at least that is something that you could share with your client Shirley and I think a lot of us will probably want to start researching now (laughs) so interesting but essentially to answer Shirley's question essentially what she wanted to know was who does she turn to and I have a brilliant person to share with you her name is Michelle Vassallo, and she is the director and lead trainer at Rhythm Massage Development now she is a woman with so much experience in the world and she's been doing well she's been providing massage for a very long time and her sp- her main focus is manual lymphatic drainage she was also interested in self-care techniques for therapists palliative care and also research as well so she teaches therapists how to actually read research and understand it and love it which is such an amazing topic but essentially michelle fasalo runs rhythm massage development and she actually has a manual lymphatic drainage course so she travels around australia and she provides these classes in a classroom environment with a whole heap of um, students not many though i've actually attended the level one and that's how i am qualified in the VODA method and i bring up that i was taught in the VODA method because there are many other methods the chickley method so many and it is really really important to acknowledge that because this is they're all a little bit different and there's different amounts of science backing different ones so just another topic for you but essentially she provides these services around Australia but she also has online courses and this is what I wanted to share I promise you this is not sponsored I am just such a fan of Michelle I loved her course I feel like my practice has been changed ever since doing her course face-to-face and I am absolutely really wanting to also purchase the online course for manual lymphatic drainage because basically it is a set of videos showing you exactly how to do the technique. I love it. I love it so much that she has made it into such an understandable Uh, and just easy-to-consume course. I'm really, really excited about that. And you get lifetime access as well. So definitely check her out, Shirley. When I post this to the Facebook group, I will share a link of her website and where you can purchase her course. But honestly, it would do you really, really well if you actually met her in person. She has lots of different levels of lymphatic drainage. And from all the... Online research I have done on the topic of lymphatic drainage I I really do keep turning back to Michelle she is a leader in this arena she is so wise she's so knowledgeable and she really does stay on top of the research she has trained sorry she has provided her training in universities in so many places and she's also affiliated with one of the Massage Associations. So she's very well established and is absolutely a leader. So please check her out and if you do check her out please tell her that I sent you. I'm sure she'd be really happy to hear that. So that is my answer to your question Shirley. I hope it helped, and I really really hope that your client gets the support uh, that she needs. I'm sure that would be so terrible to deal with, and I hope that this has been helpful. Alrighty, beauty therapists. So, for topic number two, oh my goodness, this is a controversial one, <laughs> and there are so many opinions on it. And it is basically the discussion of the use of multi level marketing or some might call them MLM products in the treatment room and essentially in the beauty industry. So Lainey asked this question, and I hope I said your name correctly, Lainey or yeah surely it is Lainey but definitely let me know but she asked I recently went to a salon and got a facial and the therapist was using skincare from an MLM company dot 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 (laughs) love the dramatic dramatic dot 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 there myself as a beauty therapist I'm not really sure how I feel about it as I've been using professional quality products for years and she was telling me my skin was terrible what are your thoughts on MLM skincare in a professional setting. Ah, I have so much to say on this and I know that all of you do because there was 97 comments so I really had to discuss this because I really want to support the idea of us being professional, educated, intelligent and just industry leaders where we know what we are doing based on the science of the skin especially when treating skin. We Really do strive as therapists in the industry to understand the structure and function of the skin cells because that is what sets us apart from salespeople at beauty counters, uh, MLM companies, and so forth. So, basically, with that being said, we are you know we are professionals and we are therapists, and of course, we are all entitled to our own opinions and. I guess what I really I have so many points here I almost don't know which one to talk about first (laughs) but what I want to say is this isn't a place to pass judgment to pass uh, negative words or thoughts or feedback particularly to this lady who is using these products. I think as business owners we all make our own decisions based on the best of our abilities at the times and the, the limited knowledge that we have at the time and perhaps this therapist felt that the skincare that she had access to was you know better than the skincare that she had found in the industry and that is totally okay that is her choice and I guess I don't think there's really a regulated term for what is professional and what is not from my understanding of how skincare is essentially sold in all countries well i'm just going to say australia here but essentially what deems a product i guess professional or not and please quote me if i'm wrong on this but i'm fairly sure that there is no uh legal requirements is that essentially it really just depends on the person who is distributing the product and how they wish to market the product so you know the products that you are familiar with in the treatment room are professional products because the companies have decided that that is how they will distribute their products so it is limited to the, the the general audience so the general consumers and it can only be sold through a professional Uh, setting with knowledge that comes behind it with training expertise etc etc generally they are of higher quality generally they have active ingredients and generally they do require a bit of research but that is not to say that there are skincare companies out there who are also have high amounts of actives and actually get the results and should require training and ingredient knowledge etc etc it really in my limited knowledge on the topic (laughs) I don't distribute skincare so I'm not entirely sure but It really is up to the distributor so just consider that in mind multi-level marketing is a business model it is a way to distribute products in a way that relies on the marketing of people and the distributing of the products through people just like we distribute skincare in our professional setting in the way that we do just like an online website sells skincare and that they advertise their products, etc. etc. You get my point. So really there are all different levels of skincare available, whether it be distributed through any of those sources and lots of different levels of how active and helpful they are. So just keep that in mind. And essentially not all MLM products, skincare products are made equally as well. Now maybe they are effective maybe they are not I have no idea of the skincare company that is she's talking about and my main thought and real problem with this basically comes from here so when we source our products from professional uh, skincare companies who only sell to professional therapists the best thing about contacting sorry, distributing through those is is that they provide training, right? And they know who they're selling the products to for us to distribute. They know that we're professional and we have an understanding of the skin and they want to help us get results because us selling their products makes them money (laughs) at the end of the day and they are willing to go above and beyond to make sure you, as the therapist, have the knowledge to pass on their products to the rest of the world um, Australia, I should say, in the the best way possible. So they provide a lot of training and they know the setting and they know who they're talking to. When it comes to MLM companies, I'm not sure if that is I'm not sure if that is their number one goal in mind. Now I could be wrong and maybe they do provide a lot of training, but the thing is they are talking to the general audience because anybody can sell their skincare, right? And they don't just... MLM companies don't just do skincare, but there's a lot of them out there that do skincare. And essentially, they would probably provide the training that would be understood by the general audience. So you could probably compare their training that talks about this product does this, and it is good for this, you know, in comparison to the beauty industry and our professional product companies where they're going, well, we use this ingredient to target this part of the skin cell, to target this cascade of events, so on and so forth. So they're really professional companies should be talking about the structure of the skin cell and the function of it um, in relation to how the product works whereas I'd say for a majority and if not all the multi-level MLM (laughs) companies are doing it in this other way so that is one point that comes to mind my second point here and one of the troubling aspects of this is really oh goodness where does this company come from and what is their standpoint in the industry at the end of the day there are so many skin skin care companies out there with all different ethos and values and mission statements with all different ideas and oh god the list goes on and they all have a different outcome in mind now I personally, I in my clinic I have Dermavidual skincare and I love it. It is amazing. It really really has revolutionized my practice and the way I treat skin. And the reason why I chose it is because of why they were started, why they started in the first place and what they are wanting to achieve for people essentially our clients. So I love that and they come from a place of evidence-based knowledge and quoting the science and you know treating skin to get results so it's always working with the health of the skin i love that i think that is fantastic and i feel like where they are coming from is a really genuine and great place it is all about skin health but <laughs> mlm marketing companies might not have that same uh, standpoint right they might say that it is developed by a dermatologist they might say that it is because of some sort of story that they tell you perhaps it might be a good story it might really relate to you but perhaps not and you know you really got to think about the intentions behind these companies and what they're wanting to do in the industry And I won't name company names um, or anything like that but we all know that there's some of these companies out there that have been selling some pretty subpar products and using subpar ingredients that have actually caused adverse effects. And when put into the wrong hands and people who just don't understand how skin works we can really end up with some nasty nasty results. So I just really don't think it is a responsible way of selling skincare particularly if it is active and is meant to be Well, it's not meant to be, but it should optimally be prescribed by somebody who understands skin, who understands conditions and knows what these ingredients will do rather than just handing it off to, you know, a mum or not to say that mums are bad. Oh my goodness. Mothers are just absolute queens. (laughs) I just mean, you know, mothers are generally a target for these MLM companies. So they, the general public, let's just say that rather than having the general public handing out this skincare so you get where I'm coming from here I would much rather go see a professional when it comes to skincare so that does worry me a little bit with the multi-level marketing industry but I don't want to put too much of a dampener on this because I think every therapist is entitled to their opinion and to choose what company they support based on their values based on what the results they have seen so no shame to this lady who is providing her skincare services through this MLM company and I mean from my knowledge of being in business and understanding how MLM companies work I I just I don't think it would be profitable honestly Uh, they don't have the same margins that we do in the professional beauty space in terms of selling skincare the way that that business model is created is to really sign people up and then they become distributors and then they sign people up to become distributors and the you know it keeps going. And every time you sign someone up to distribute, you get a bonus if you're higher in the rank, right? And selling skincare in that way, I just don't know if it's really to benefit the client. I don't think it is really that helpful doing it in that way. That's just my opinion. So I guess that's up to that therapist. If she wants to run her business like that, maybe it is really successful and she's loving it, but mm, not what I would do personally. But like I said, I actually do have some positive points here and I really don't want to be passing judgment and just saying, all oh, MLM companies are terrible because guess what? And I never thought I would say this because I used to be really, really stern in my views about MLM companies. I have written blog posts about it I have ranted about it in the past and now I'm a little bit more wiser a little bit more older and have a little bit more experience in the world so I kind of want to retract those past statements (laughs) but not really because they came from a true place but essentially I never thought I'd say this but I am actually now associated with a multi-level marketing company Whoo! my goodness the shutters (laughs) but hear me out so I don't participate in the MLM structure of signing people up it really does not interest me at all it really really doesn't that is not how I do business I am in business to help my clients and by no way do I want to sign them up for a yeah a to be an account holder. It's just not the way I do things. But what I do do is I actually support a company. Now I am affiliated with doTERRA because I am a big lover of essential oils. Like I'm sure many of you are, most of us were trained in aromatherapy and I I really like being a part of this company not for the business building side of it not really that's not what I get involved in I love it for the support the education and the access to really high quality oils honestly they are great and I don't mind the way that they've set it up. Now, I don't sell doTERRA essential oils in my clinic. I simply use them for inhalations and for aromatherapy massage. That is the extent. And honestly, I have had an amazing experience with this company. No hard sales, no guilt trips. No, you need to sell or sign up so many clients. None of that. I have honestly been invited to an amazing network of businesswomen around South Australia and honestly I've made some amazing friends. Now that is obviously not everybody's story and I know of other doTERRA um, people that I yeah just didn't get the same feeling with (laughs) and that is not to pass judgment it's just the way that they operate themselves and I just don't vibe with that but essentially the people I've been involved with and have had experience with has been amazing and it really has enhanced my business and I've learned so much so look that is the other side of it it's not all just you know dodgy under the table deals you know multi level marketing <laughs> rip you off kind of stuff it's not always like that and although multi level marketing has a bad rap we must remember it's just another business model it really really is unfortunately a lot of people do get burnt and there is some dodgy things that do happen but it's not the case for everybody and we really shouldn't be passing judgment so hmm, my thoughts on skincare multi-level marketing skincare in the professional setting i don't think it has a place but look if you choose to do that in your business that is your choice and as a beauty therapist mentor an industry leader and someone who really wants to uplift other beauty therapists look i am here to support you if that is your decision i am full support of you so that is my answer to your cue Lainey. and i hope all of you listening really in just enjoyed hearing the alternative view on the topic <music> Okay now so for topic number three we will be discussing Kylie's question and she said hi guys I need help dot 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 again ha 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 (laughs) no worries Kylie we're so glad you reach out and ask all the questions I have to say Kylie has some amazing questions and I just I love addressing them because they've been really helpful to everyone in the group but I digress. She says, I am designing my price list. I'm having so much trouble reducing my facials down so they fit. There are so many different types and conditions, and although I want to include all of the info, it really is just too crowded and cluttered and probably confusing anyways. Any suggestions on how to simplify and what does your price list look like? Oh, great question, Kylie, and I too, as a skin therapist, have faced this exact same problem and It has been a big barrier for me printing my own price lists. So I wanted to share my experience, give you guys a couple of tips on some really simple ways to go about this, hopefully some things that you hadn't heard before. So yeah, this is difficult because I think when it comes to displaying your skin treatments and facials on a menu, it is really important to tell the client how long the treatment takes, what the treatment includes what the price is and a description of the pr- of the treatment essentially so they can really go ah that's what I'm getting and they can make a fully informed decision what is even more helpful is putting them into categories about who you know who is this for so acne and congestion or sensitive skin etc and then also, what is really, really important is having your treatment packages on your price list as well. So there's a lot of details there. We also need contact information and how to book. We, all, we need all of that information on a price list. And unfortunately, what I have found when I've tried to make my menus is that it's just is too much information for one little pamphlet. Now, I'm going to give you my personal opinion on treatment menus, and I'm sure many of you would differ and say that you would have a different approach, and, and that is totally okay. But in my clinic, I actually prefer to not have any printed menu or price list. I actually don't even have my prices listed on my website and this hasn't affected business um i'm actually my business is doing really well and i always have constant leads and new clients coming to see me so In saying that, I don't think it has been a problem. I do have an occasional time where someone will ask for a price list and I just say, yeah, it's all on the website. Now, of course, you can view the prices on my website if you go to the book now. So they're not listed on the website, but when you go to book, it'll all come up. and That is clearly identified on my website and that's just the choice that I have made. But essentially... The whole reason why I don't do this is really comes down to environmental sustainability and the fact that me as a person, I really dislike having pieces of paper around my house. (laughs) Sure, you've all done this. Like you collect a pamphlet here and there and then you just put it to the side, you forget it and you put it in the bin. (laughs) You really do. That's probably not for everyone, but honestly... I do that and I don't like having those pieces of paper around so I don't really want to provide that to my clients and you know all that paper that gets wasted really really breaks my heart and I'm trying to make my clinic as environmentally sustainable as possible, zero waste as possible so I don't personally print mine and I always direct my clients to my website and the cool thing is is the way that I provide treatments and the way I essentially conduct myself as a professional skin therapist my clients don't need much information they they actually just go they just trust me and they okay (laughs) and then they book in most of the time they don't even know what is involved it's so funny it's it's really nice it really is but they don't know they're just like just look after me (laughs) so that is an alternative view and you know, I do get online bookings as well, which is fantastic. And I'd say those clients who I've never seen before, they have definitely read my menu and they've gone, Oh, I want to book in for that. So they have. So I think it works really, really well doing it in that way. But if you do want a printed variety, which I completely understand why you might, because foot traffic, you might not have your clinic door open all the time mine sure isn't so I have business cards available Um, but maybe you know I'm leaving cash on the table by not having the opportunity for someone to grab a price list and take it away and have a think maybe I am but that's okay that's my decision right so you do business however you like but if you're wanting to print out a price list I do have a few little suggestions on this that might help you in the process. So first of all I would like to ask where are you trying to create these prices? What programs are you trying to use? My preferred and absolute favorite program for this is canva.com. It is a free website. You can pay for upgrades on the website uh, or depending on the things that you want from it but to create a simple flyer or a price list is so simple they have all the presets available and honestly you know trifolds a4 so many options honestly and they have all these templates so if you are no good at graphic design honestly you could just pick a template and fill in the information and that might be really really inspiring for you and you could just do it on your on the internet browser you don't even need to download a program it is genius I love it I do all of my graphic design for my business on canva.com that is c-a-n-v-a Com. It's fantastic. And what I do from there is if I'm wanting to print something, which I've done in the past for business cards, is I actually extract the PDF print file from Canva and then I put it into a program like Vistaprint, which is an online printing website. Now, I have had good and bad experience with Vistaprint. Their customer service is fantastic. They're great. They're quick. They're efficient. But the thing is, I have had (laughs) some of my products come out pixelated and it's just so, so sad when this happens, right? You're like, oh my goodness, I put all this effort in and now I've got 500 copies of a pixelated business card. Well done. (laughs) And the thing is, I actually went and spent a little bit of money with a graphic designer when I went to go print my gift vouchers because of this. And I said, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm trying to create these gift vouchers, but in the past I've had pixelated versions, you know, and he actually explained some really interesting facts to me about all of this. And this is why getting a profession, professional on board might be worth your time and money, Kylie. So he basically said to me that, you know, the limited file types that you can download from canva really limits the quality that you are able to print in right so there's these technical graphic design terminology and language and things that they they know that we don't (laughs) that is their specialty and basically what he had to do was actually redesign my logo he didn't redesign it he just extracted it out of the bad quality file type and then put it into his stuff and then made it better so it printed non-pixelated and did this for all of my gift vouchers which was fantastic because they turned out so crisp so clean so beautiful and honestly I've never had that experience printing myself so look I think it is all well worth it to get a graphic designer on board to have these things designed and printed for you I paid him uh for essentially these I think 500 gift vouchers he designed it well actually I provided my rough design and then he redesigned it from there and he gave me a couple of opportunities to edit it if I wanted and yeah essentially printed it and he delivered it to me it was fantastic and you know now I don't need to think about that ever again and it didn't take me much time at all so I think in these cases when we're wanting to provide something really professional clean and crisp it is kind of worth getting that professional support. Hey, at least you can support local. And I think that's a fantastic thing. Take that worry off of your hands, get someone else to do it. And what you may find is that, you know, for a problem like yours, Kylie, where you can't fit all the information into your price list, they might have a really smart way of doing this. Honestly, I don't know. (laughs) They might, and maybe they might say, okay, we've got to make this you know, a little bit more clear. But what I have seen in other really professional uh, beauty salons is that they have had two different little menus, right? So they have their nice menu, which is the price list. And then they have their other menu, which is like the in-depth booklet, you could say. So I've seen that done before. So you can give them a pack of two or which i think is a really really cute idea and i'm really highly considering doing it it's just not on my priority list right now is to actually print a book yes you can print books it's so good so you would actually have like a like a master copy a master copy that you can put on display like it's a gorgeous book and you could just print out pages and have it you know hung around your salon somewhere or on your shelf or something like that and this is display only and have all your menu items in full detail with all the descriptions etc etc and it's a way of saving paper again that's just one option and then I think the most clear and simple option is to just simply display your prices on a price list and just say that for information on the services including the time duration or whatever you want to say maybe just treatment description please go to our website where you can also book online otherwise call this number and ask us questions and we'll go into depth about the treatment you are after so i hope that has been really really helpful i hope that you check out canva honestly it has been life-changing for me and i really hope that you do consider getting a graphic designer on board honestly well worth the money the investment and if you want your business to look really professional and high quality then they are amazing that is their profession after all Uh. Thank you again for another episode. But before you go, I'd like to say thank you for being here with me. By listening to this podcast, it shows that you are dedicated to your education as a beauty therapist. And it proves that you have what it takes to be an industry leader. Stay on top of your game, beauty therapist. Keep educating yourself, networking amongst your peers. And don't forget the reasons why you chose this industry in the first place if you would like to connect with other australian beauty therapists please make sure to join the facebook group by searching beauty therapists of australia Four industry leaders and you can also follow me personally just search my full name kathleen classman on facebook instagram and youtube and while you're on the net and on your phone and you're thinking about supporting the podcast I would really really appreciate that by the way what you can do is actually rate and review us on apple podcast you can share the podcast or you can just simply contact me to leave your review and feedback everything is very very appreciated so thank you again for listening stay well beauty therapists and I'll see you here next time